You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 249. And we're talking about one of those games that has been coming up for some time now in the world of RTG. And that is Advance Wars. For the Game Boy Advance, obviously. And I'll get it out of the way right now. I've actually never played the original OG version of Advance Wars. My my younger brother Josh would play it all the time. And it was one of the rare games that instead of him watching me play it as the younger brother watching the older brother, I, as the vastly superior older brother, would occasionally keep an eye on his game while he was playing and then when he saw me I'd be like oh that game looks stupid even though I was fascinated by it I just couldn't swallow my pride and ask him to borrow it to try it Uh, I always thought it looked cool I just never got around to it the first tactical strategy whatever you want to call the genre game I ever played was uh, I think Fire Emblem Awakening and it just infected me I've loved this genre ever since I played Wargroove a few years ago fucking loved it by the way if you're an Advance Wars fan play Wargroove. It's awesome. And I've wanted to play Advance Wars for quite a long time. It's just, it's always been kind of lost in, in gaming purgatory, you know, until Nintendo announced Advance Wars Reboot Camp last year. And then that got delayed due to the horrible situation in the Ukraine. But Nintendo did release it about a month ago. My understanding is that they're pretty faithful remasters of the original games with better graphics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I've only played the first one. I will play Advance Wars 2 at some point, but we're focusing on the original Advance Wars right now. And I'm speaking 
from behind the remastered version. So if I get something wrong compared to the originals, I'm sorry. I've only played the new version. Uh, and don't worry. If you're an Advance Wars fan and you're nervous about me poo-pooing all over your game, consider me constipated this week. I fucking love this game. I have practically nothing but good things to say about Advance Wars. I really, really like this game. Uh, as does my pal Keegs, who was my guest this week. We had a nice beefy chat about children leading their armies into war against weird other general-ish looking people. It's, it's a very weird concept, Advance Wars. Very good execution, but a weird setup is all. And we'll get to all that in just a minute because speaking of a great execution despite a weird setup, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard and consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. We talk video games and shit. You should give them a chance. See what they're all about. Uh, and you don't have to worry about any fucking submarine sneaking up on you and fucking you over while you're listening to it either uh but if you do want to skip it you just want advanced wars talk go about 30 minutes up the road you'll be there okay uh, i have to get my plugs out of the way got to keep the bills on i do it one time here we go we have merchandise hoodies t-shirts coffee mugs posters all kinds of stuff rocking incredible art drawn by my man joe from 4545creative.com you can find all of our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested it is a stupendous way to support the show and of course if you don't like clothes it's summer out you want to get tan i understand it you can always just support us on Patreon because subscriptions start at $2 a month and you can get yourself up to four additional podcasts in a week. Every second Monday, we do Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons podcast, hosted by myself and Mark McHugh. Every Tuesday, I drop The Rambling Idiot where I talk about my comedy career, TV, movies, sports, whatever else I want to do. Lately, lately, I've been watching old movies and dropping mini movie reviews. I reviewed Clerks this week. I fucking love Clerks, by the way. Holy shit, that movie's awesome. Uh, every Friday, I drop Game Patch, which is my modern gaming news show, where I talk about the biggest stories in gaming, new releases, give you sales picks, etc. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday, and that's a different show every week. We do game rankings, franchise rankings, we look back at characters, consoles, we do some comedy episodes, there's a ton of modern game reviews over there. This past week, it was Expansion Pass 162, and we decided to abuse my superpowers, because if you didn't know... I seem to be able to will video games into existence. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, it has happened over and over again. So we dedicated an entire episode of Expansion Pass into talking about the game projects we want to will into reality. And as is becoming tradition, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, willing video games into existence. I don't think at this point wishing for an Xbox exclusive is an obvious wish. I think that's a very far-fetched wish, quite frankly. But I fucking heard you, Max. I'm one step ahead of you. Number nine on my list of 10 games, 10 projects, 10 whatevers that I want to will into existence is something that very, 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 very many of you, many of you wrote in about. I'm only going to read a couple of your comments, but a whole lot of you wrote in about it. My friends, I, I promise you, I'm going to use my abilities to get us a Banjo 3E. It's coming. I'm telling you. And it's and again, to counterpoint to the monkey's paw, I don't want Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts too. I don't want fucking Banjo-Eats-Kazooie. I don't want Banjo and Zooie's wicked awesome park adventure. And that's now available in our archives. And this week, it's Expansion Pass 163. And I have a taste for golf. 
Uh, for months, I was hooked on PGA Tour 2K23, but I was also anxiously awaiting EA Sports PGA Tour because it had all the majors and stuff in it. I've been playing that like a motherfucker for a month or so now, and I think I'm ready to compare the two and let you know where your golf gold is best spent. So that's what I'll be doing this week is letting you know which one I like better, PGA Tour 2K23 or EA Sports PGA Tour. So again, subscriptions for Patreon start at $2 a month. You get new podcasts every week, plus instant access to hundreds of ad-free bonus podcasts in our archives, all downloaded onto your phone, ready to go. Plus, you can join our Remember the Game Discord. You get a chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month. You get the ability to submit comments to be read on our shows. You can DM with me, and you get a shout-out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest Patreons. There's some doozies in here. Here we go. Matt Taylor, Pre, Ethan1512, Charles Box, Yusef Abwamad. I'm sorry, Yusef. I'm sure I fucking ruined that. Blinky, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's a paddlin. Dude, I just realized that's a paladin. Would be a fucking sick. I love that handle. But that's a paddlin. Also good. Shifty Dixon, Chris Brown, the Lonely Blue Slime, Carl Wojtekaitis. Sorry, sorry, Carl. Amonmar. Klingendinger, that's fun to say, Josh Cross, Lauren Guy, Steve Kane, and Bleeding Gums Murphy. Bleeding Gums, you should be spending your $2 on the dentist instead of my podcast. But thank you all so much for the support, and welcome to Remember the Game Industries. You can find all that at patreon.com slash remember the game. And do not forget, 5% of our Patreon income gets donated to charity every year as part of my 24-hour stream in November, and we offer annual subscriptions. That'll save you your 12th month's fees if you pay for the year up front. Ching, ching. And finally, you can find me on Twitch whenever I'm on there, which has been quite a bit lately. Uh, Twitch.tv slash remember the game. I've been playing through Gears of War over there. I'm almost done the entire playthrough, and uh, I, I plan on being more active on Twitch over the summer when comedy is dead so twitch.tv slash member the game throw me a follow it's free it'll tell you when i'm online you can come by and see me it's good stuff all right that's enough blowing myself let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges it is our opening segment here on the show i read a few comments and questions from our patreons usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge he blows all right he blows big time that's it honey get into the spirit Let's blow it. Before I get to our first blower this week, uh, I had a lot of comments ask me what I think of Tears of the Kingdom, which I get it. It's the big game these days. Uh, not to be that like greasy, well, you have to pay for it, <laughs> guy, but I will do a full review on Expansion Pass when I'm done, which based on how long this game seems could be a while. Um, to give you a quick idea, because you've been asking, I'm only, I'm not very far in. To give you an idea, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. I have four hearts, and if you've played the game for a few hours, you should know about where I am by saying that I have about four heart. I have four hearts in my health bar right now. Uh, I like it. I admittedly like, it's just breath of the wild. I, I really liked too, but I don't put breath of the wild in my top five Zeldas. I prefer 2d Zelda. I'm the only 3d Zelda in my top five is wind waker. And I, I just, I just prefer 2d Zelda. I think I feel that way about tears of the kingdom. There's nothing wrong with it. Seems great. Seems like a bigger, better version of breath of the wild. I haven't had a lot of time to put into it yet. Um, it just, it hasn't, like, I have yet to have that session where I sit down and I'm like, I need to play for four hours. Because I, I get so overwhelmed by open worlds and I don't know where to go. And then I just get bored of walking around and I stop. But it, there's nothing wrong with it. Just I, I've been asked so many times. I had to get it out there. I'm not very far in yet. Don't really have an opinion. Seems very good. All right. 
There you go. Shaylee's loving it. Shaylee loved Breath of the Wild, and Shaylee is loving Tears of the Kingdom, as most people are as well. So a review is coming when I finally get through that game. All right, let's blow some of you. Elephant Cavs is going to start us off this week. Elephant wrote in and said, Blank Man, I started playing through Final Fantasy VI slash three about a week ago. I'd never played it, and per your stance on it and how you regarded above Final Fantasy VII, which was my first and favorite, I had to try it, and I'm loving it. Currently, I'm in the Magitech factory after just losing blank. Any, I don't want to say who it is. Any pro tips you can offer me as I grind this game into dust and snort it. Shout out to the old Halo Reach Flash animation video. Uh, I don't get... I don't get that, but uh, I am down with grinding stuff into dust and snorting it. Uh, any advice for somebody that is playing through Final Fantasy VI for the first time? I honestly have only ever beaten Final Fantasy VI, I think, once. I need to replay it in the coming months as well for an episode of the show. So I don't think I can offer you too much advice. I would say uh, enjoy the grind. Feel free to grind. There is grinding in it, but it's fun. Don't feel obligated to level everyone up because by the end of the game, you have a pretty big squad, and frankly, some of them suck. Don't feel obligated to level up everybody. And the most important piece of advice I can give anyone playing Final Fantasy 6 and it might not make sense now but I promise it will at some point don't forget Shadow and that's all I'm going to say. And those of you that have played it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Blinky, 1234567789, wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, a good old male handler here. I play my Switch when I'm bored and recently got a Switch for my girlfriend for Mother's Day due to us expecting a baby on the way. Congratulations, Blinky and Mrs. Blinky. Uh, she loves Minecraft and Animal Crossing. She grew up with old school Mario. What game would you recommend that's got new school graphics but old school gameplay? Uh, thank you. Have a nice day. Jeez, that's tough. Old school gameplay but new age graphics a couple that jumped to mind for me are shovel knight celeste celeste is fucking tough but it's awesome rayman legends is actually very very good that's a great platformer uh, i would also recommend if she's got a switch pay the 20 bucks for a year of any of nintendo online and you have access to nes snes game boy is that only ones you get with the... I think that's the only ones you get with the basic membership. But either way, so you've got like Mario 1, 2, 3, Lost Levels, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, uh, Super Mario Land 1, 2, and 3, I think are all on there now. Um, is there a third Mario Land? Whatever. Although, so I, I would recommend looking at those too. But if you're looking for modern games, I would recommend Shovel Knight ahead of anything else, I think. Oh, I love Shovel Knight. Uh, Samu Mitchell wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, a couple of episodes ago, you mentioned that you watched Survivor. My lovely fiance and I are obsessed with it. What is your favorite season? Favorite winner? What do you think of the current season? For me, my favorite season is Heroes vs. Villains. My favorite winner is Tyson, and I think this season has been largely meh, but it's picking up some steam in the home stretch. Thanks for reading, Sam. Yeah, dude, I, I can't remember what episode it was where I mentioned that I watched Survivor, and I have gotten so many messages about it. It's been wild. I did not realize there were as many Survivor junkies in our community as there is. For the record, I'm a... I'm a I'm a Fairweather Survivor fan. I watched it religiously like season one, two, three, four, five, whatever, back in, like in high school and just out of high school. And then since then, I've probably seen about half the seasons. I'll like, I'll watch a couple seasons and then I'll, I'll leave it for a couple of seasons and I'll come back and I'll leave. So I don't know if I could tell you what my favorite season is. I don't think I have one. Uh, maybe season one. I, I don't really, I really don't think I have a favorite season. Um, my favorite winner of all time. I don't know if I've got a favorite winner either, truthfully. Oh, no, the dude that won uh, season three, Ethan. I really liked Ethan. He was a beauty. I like that guy. Uh, what do I think of the current season? It's okay. I don't like how the show... Sorry, everybody. I promise this won't be too much about Survivor. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of all the little, like, oh, there's all these hidden idols and all these hidden powers and shot in the dark. And I, I liked it. Less was more when it came to special powers. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the minority there. I, I liked it better when it was more strat. There's too much luck now, in my opinion. 
Uh, so I, I'm, and, and there's not enough focus on villains, which drives me crazy. I'm a big fan of like, like if you're wondering who my favorite players are, I love Rudy from season one, rest in peace. I love that man. He should have won season one. Uh, I love Johnny Fairplay and I love Russell or whatever his name is. That little weasel with the hat that just a little shit. I, I like the people that play as villains and no one plays as villains anymore. Everyone's all like, I love everybody and we can't hurt anyone's feelings when we vote anybody out. I've said it many times. If I ever was on a reality show, dude, I'd have so much blood on my hands. I'd never be able to wash it off. I'd be slitting throats like I was cutting up orange slices. I, I don't give a fuck what it takes to win those games. And I wish more people played as villains. So there you go, everybody. I, I'm really just, I never, I think I said in passing, I never expected to be talking as much Survivor as I have in the last week or two with people and DMs and stuff. Uh, vegan Zombie, 87, not just the first Vegan Zombie, says, Hey, Adam, so you're stranded on a desert island, which also happens to have electricity and appliances. And for some reason, you've decided you're going to go live there. Uh, you can take one album, one video game, and one movie to listen, watch, and play for the rest of your life. What are they? Uh, the one album is... Whoa, fuck. I'm pretty tempted to say Blink Blink self-titled album, Blink-182 self-titled You know what, though? Yeah, fuck. I, I almost went off Spring Americana. I love that album. I'll say Blink self-titled album for my album. For one video game, it's Tetris because I could play it forever. And one movie, it is... Oh, you know, okay. I would have said Ghostbusters because Ghostbusters is my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to say Clerks because after watching Clerks once last weekend, I loved it so much. And I know every word of Ghostbusters. I, I, I could watch Clerks 10 more times before I know all of it. So I'll say Clerks because now I can make it my new Ghostbusters. Fuck, I love that movie. So there's your answers. Subdued Subdued said, hey, Adam, I've been listening to Remember the Game for about a year and a half. And I just realized that every single time you say shout out to anyone who gets that reference, I've never gotten the reference. Not one damn time. What do I need to need? What do I need to watch, play, read, listen to? in order to earn one of these shout outs thanks and congrats on 249 episodes thank you subdued i hope we make it to 250 uh simpsons 99.9 percent .9 of my shout out to when gets that reference it's the simpsons for those of you that don't know because i've been asked that before uh tommy simps says hey mr blank uh do you have any other plans while you're down in ottawa for your comedy show there's not much that's touristy here but i can send you some recommendations including a few gaming slash nerd things that are fun i'm looking forward to the show thank you tommy i read this partially because i want to answer it partially because it's a chance for me to plug yes at the laugh lounge in ottawa ontario canada june 30th it's the friday of the canada day long weekend i'll be there one night only telling jokes at the laugh lounge uh, tickets are on sale now. I think it's about half sold out, maybe a little more than half. I'm not sure how much they are, 25 or 30 bucks. Uh, there is no like buying for a meet and greet. I'll be hanging around drinking and saying hi to everybody. So if you're in or around Ottawa, I know a lot of the hot dogs are be coming out. It's basically the fifth anniversary of the show. It's going to be a good time. I would like to see all of you there. Um, but no, we have no other plans to go around Ottawa. Shaylee and I are actually taking the train up to Toronto early the next morning to go to the Canada Day Jays game. So we get into Ottawa at like 3 p.m. I basically have like three hours, then I go down to the club, I drink all night, then I go to bed and then get up and get on the train and go to Toronto. So I'm only going to be there for about four hours. Well, awake. Well, no, longer than that. But whatever. I'll be there for one day. So no, I I've done shows there before. I've gone up and seen, you know, like where Trudeau works and stuff. I, I think I've had my fill of... of what there is to do. So that, that'll be all I'm doing, but I hope y'all can come out. It'd be good to see all of you. And for everyone that keeps asking me if I have more shows coming up in Ottawa or in Toronto or in, in, in Ontario, basically anywhere East of Alberta. No, uh, it's very difficult. I, I just, I'm not clubs. Don't give me headline dates. I don't have the TV credits and stuff. Um, and without headline dates, there's just no money and like it costs more for me to fly out there than it would cost. Then I would get paid to like 
host comedy shows for for a week so nothing on the books right now hopefully eventually the show gets to the point where it's big enough that i can convince these fucking clubs to start giving me headline dates but not not as of yet so uh my mick mike i'm not sure if it's mick or mike o'connor m-y-k mike i'll go mike Wrote and said, hey, Adam, love the show, and I'm super stoked to be part of Patreon now. Me too. Thanks, O'Connor. Uh, I'm sure you've probably talked about it before, but is there a game you ended up passing over when you were young and then tried it out all these years later and fell in love with it? For me, it was Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. I love the first one. It was visually appealing and challenging, and I found myself going back to it as a kid when I didn't know what else to play. But then as time went on, I found my game interest changed, and then when I got a 64, Donkey Kong 64 was the second and last Donkey Kong game I played until this year. I decided to finally try Donkey Kong Country 2 on the SNES and fell in love. I stopped myself from playing more than two levels because I wanted the stream and get other people's thoughts on the games it seems to be almost unanimous consensus that dk2 was one of the best donkey kong games and everything a sequel should be uh yes fuck yeah great question uh mike o'connor for the record don't play donkey kong 64 fuck that game play donkey kong country and yes donkey kong country 2 is probably the best donkey kong country game uh dude there's so many there's so many games that i missed out on as a kid that i've played now as an adult and i've just completely fallen in in love with them so I, I don't god i don't even know where to start a few that come to mind portal was incredible gunstar heroes was sick toe jam and earl was fucking awesome and bully on the ps2 that would be four that i i knew of as a kid or knew of back in the day but missed that now i've played and completely fallen in love with i could do a whole episode about that but those are some that stand out uh, thanks for writing in, O'Connor. And finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. And my left nut wrote in and said, I'm itchy. Uh, no, my left nut said, hey, Adam, if somebody offered you a million U.S. dollars to never play video games again, would you accept it? And if not, how much money would you need to be paid to permanently give up video games? So that might seem like a stupid, simple question, but I really did think about that for a little while. And uh, um, like, first of all, a million U.S. dollars, we're getting like an extra 300 grand here in Canada because of the exchange rate fuck yeah i know this is gonna seem crazy to some of you because I, I listen and i and i mean this sincerely like outside of living beings like humans and dogs and pets i don't think there's anything on this planet i love more than video games as far as like non-breathing things i i've loved video games from as far back as I can remember, I'm 39 years old right now. I've probably been playing video games for 35, 36 years. I, I genuinely love them. But if you, I'll be 40 in a few months. If you were to come up to me right now and be like, hey, here's a million dollars. You're done with video games. I, I think I would take it. And I'm not someone that's motivated by money by and large. I, I, and I mean, I just posted about that on our Patreon page. I'm not all about money i'm about happiness but i've given up video games for spells in the past and really enjoyed my time away from them doing other things and now that i'm i you know if i'm 40 years old i you never know what what tomorrow brings but i'm i'm loosely halfway through my life hopefully is what i would think um i would i would yeah i would take it and then i, I would still podcast i would still talk about uh stuff that interests me i would still do simpsons podcast i'd probably launch a wrestling podcast and i would take up some new hobbies with a million dollars i i would i would play more poker i would probably learn to ride a motorcycle i would like to learn another language i'd like to play more chess i'd finally write a book which is something i've wanted to do for a long time so yeah i you know i i might maybe that's a sacrilegious answer on a video game podcast but a million dollars at 40 years old that would put me pretty close to retirement um 
at this point in my life. I think I would take it and I would just, I'd spend the last half of my life uh, going after things that weren't video games. And I think I'd be happy with my legacy in the world of video games. So yeah, good question. Thanks nut. Thanks everybody that wrote in this week. As always, let's switch things up. Get into your smash hit segment, the official game show of remember the game industries. It is play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. That was a terrible roll. Three retro video games. There it is. You can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is a race from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And this week we're talking Advance Wars, so I went with three other Game Boy Advance tactical games. Mega Man Battle Network, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and Fire Emblem. And 35% said they would play Fire Emblem, remake Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and erase Mega Man Battle Network. Let me see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Don't win friends with Salad. Rodin said, play Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. It's a great entry and continuation, although not a direct sequel, of Final Fantasy Tactics. Remake Battle Network. I think the idea of a modern tactical Mega Man is awesome with some of the recent successes and improvements to the tactical genre in general. They can do some cool things going in more of a sci-fi direction as opposed to a fantasy tactical game. Imagining a Mega Man tactical game in an HD 2D format that's more story-driven, triangle strategy, but making Mega Man? It could be incredible. And then Erase Fire Emblem. Unfortunately, it's a great game, but I think there are other Fire emblems games that are better like awakening in three houses and the fire emblem reputation would be remembered regardless so it's not the order i would go in but it's sound fucking logic all the way around you don't win friends with salad but you do win them with solid answers like that my friend dish says i would play fire emblem i always enjoy the high pressure of characters not being revived or they fall in battle me too remake battle network it's been too long since the new mega man game and with the compilation release it reminds me of how many improvements they made later in the series that could be brought to the first one and then erase tactics i know people love it but i tried playing the game several times and i could just never get into it that seems crazy, but I understand. I, I loved Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, that's another one. To answer that question about games that I skipped back in the day that I fell in love with, Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, but I can see how it's not for everybody. I get that. Uh, Sofrito Bandito says, Shame on all of you erasing Mega Man Battle Network. I'll play Final Fantasy Tactics Advance because it's good as the OG. I'll erase Fire Emblem because how many blued-haired protagonists can you have? And I'll remake Mega Man Battle Network. It's by far the best of the trio, and it deserves the Capcom remake treatment. It's a hot take to say it's the best. I haven't played any of these, so I, I can't speak to it. That's a hot take to say it's the best of the three. Bradley Morton says, I thought long and hard about this. I, I love when people say that because I just imagine them like going to the park or like sitting at the beach and just thinking like, well, the sad music plays. Uh, I'd play Final Fantasy Tactics. It's a solid game as it is. I'd remake Fire Emblem. I never played it, but it could maybe use a remake. I don't know. <laughs> I love that's the logic you came to after thinking long and hard. Uh, and then Erase Mega Man Battle Network. I'm a massive fan of the series, but this is definitely the worst out of all of them. It doesn't need a remake because from Battle Network 2 on, there's solid games. It sets the foundation for the others to be great. If I were to remake the first, it would only be fair, in my opinion, to remake the rest, and those aren't the rules. I didn't make them. I just played them. All hail Mega Man in whatever form he may be, especially the old TV show Mega. You saved yourself with that comment, Bradley. I love that old show. And uh, Dante Odonk Kessler, Odonk Kessler, sorry, Dante. 
Uh, said, play Fire Emblem because I never have, and I've always heard good stuff about this franchise. Remake Mega Man because it would be awesome with newer graphics on the Switch. And erase Final Fantasy because there's so many already. We'll be okay. I can just hear the Final Fantasy fans losing their shit about it, but I love that answer. Uh, I'm going with 13% of you, as did the Lonely Blue Slime, who said, play Mega Man since I haven't. Why not try it? The remake was tough because I enjoy both these series. I'm going to remake Final Fantasy Tactics Advance to be similar to the original game. They broke the formula with Advance and just need to add that special sauce to bring it back to the fine cuisine the original was. And then I'll erase Fire Emblem as there's a lot of them already that are better. I don't necessarily agree with all of your logic, but I do agree with your order, my friend. I would play Mega Man Battle Network because I love Mega Man and I've always wanted to play those games. So that was the one I was going to play right away. I knew it. I'm going to remake Final Fantasy Tactics Advance because Final Fantasy Tactics is the bee's boobs. And I have to imagine Advance is probably already good. I'm going to erase Fire Emblem because while I love Fire Emblem, there's already so many of them I haven't played that I need to get around to. I'll probably never get to this one anyway. So it's victim of its own success. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks everybody that wrote in and played along as always this week. I appreciate it. I'll tell you what I've been playing and we'll get into talking some advance wars in just a second. Well, I, after I pause for a drink of water and possibly a word from one of our sponsors. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, what have I been playing over the last seven days? I've been playing Dark Cloud. Um, that review is coming up. Probably remember the game number 251. I really like what that game is trying to do, but I'm going to warn you all right now. If you love Dark Cloud, you may not love that episode. Because while I love the concept, the execution is driving me fucking insane. 
but we'll get into that in two weeks. Uh, I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom when I have time. I've been playing Gears of War to get ready for Remember the Game number 250. It has been so much fun. I've been doing the whole campaign on Twitch. Those videos will be up on YouTube, hopefully in the next week or so. The entire campaign is an Adam Sucks at Video Games if you want to check it out. And yeah, we'll be talking Gears of War on Remember the Game 250 in seven days. And then also to kill time between those or to wind down at night, I've been playing WW2K23 and EA Sports PGA Tour. All right? All right, let's talk Advance Wars. That's why you're here. As always, I like to let you nerds sound off before my guest and I hog the microphone. And we had a few comments this week. And you know what? My favorite episodes of Remember the Game are the ones where I'm really happy and I loved the game. My guests loved the game and everyone writing in loved the game. And that's what this is. This is just one big circle jerk around Advance Wars. And I'm here for it. Rob wrote in and said, I've dumped so many hours into the old Advance Wars when I was a kid, just making massive battle scenarios with a screen littered full of all the troops. I'm pretty sure this game is what got me hooked into Fire Emblem when I got a little bit older. Excellent GBA title. Hope to play the remake soon. You should play it. It's awesome. James Farkey wrote in and said, love this game growing up. I started playing it when I was in the fifth or sixth grade and I gained a few friends from it. I put a ton of hours into it and its sequel and I had a blast watching the remake played on YouTube. Shout out to Mangs for all of his amazing Fire Emblem and Advance Wars content. There's your free shout out, Mangs. I don't know who you are. All of the variability with the different COs and maps made this game so replayable. The only thing I didn't like back in the day was play when I was playing it was that the AI cheats and doesn't actually have Fog of War. Something I was happy to see they changed in the remake. Those Fog of War levels drive me nuts. Now, you'll hear about that in a second kevin bell wrote and it said playing through advanced wars one now and i'm really enjoying it some of the funnest parts of the game are the tactical battles with fog of war using my recon units and then trying to inch my way closer to enemy bases i love it i actually like i like those episodes those those episodes those those missions too but i found them by far the toughest uh, matt die draws said one of my favorite gba games of all time i'll never forget when i beat it as a kid my opponent one of the final levels had a weird glitch where they stopped moving so i just kept passing turns until their ships ran out of fuel and sank cheap way to win but i'm not even mad about it it feels i felt like a tactical genius you are a tactical genius matt and michael patrick said advance wars is one of two games i was initially gifted for the gba i had no idea what it was i'd never even heard of it however it is definitely on my top 20 games of all time list once i understood the concept i quickly put probably a hundred hours into it i was instantly obsessed you really had to plan out your strategy for each battle and the sense of dread when the enemy earned their power-up ranks there in their oh fuck me or ranks up there in oh fuck me gaming moments everyone should give this gem a try i agree with that especially that final boss with his fucking meteor special power but we'll get all that right now as keeks and i are going to try to explain to you why you should play advanced wars if you haven't i'm going to queue up some music there it is. And when it stops, Keegs and I are going to talk about Advance Wars for the Game Boy Advance, which originally released in North America on September 10th of 2001. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right, so joining me via the blank phone this week to talk Advance Wars, which is one of the games that I've been asked to cover a lot over the last, Jesus, five years of this shitty show. Uh, and we're finally doing it. Joining me this week is uh, one of the mods of ye old Remember the Game Discord, buddy of mine. It's, it's, it's Keegs, the legend himself. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Not too pretty bad. How about yourself? Not too pretty bad. Yeah. I like that. 
I've never, is that from something or did you misspeak? I've never heard that before. I have no idea. I think it's from something, but I don't remember what. I've just been saying it for a long time. I like it. Not too pretty bad. I it was like, oh, fuck. What does he say on The Simpsons? And that ain't not bad or ain't not half bad. Anyway, <laughs> not too pretty bad. I'm going to start saying that. Uh, buddy, we're talking advanced wars. Now, I'm going to just, I, I probably, now, listen, as Keegs and I are recording this, I have not even begun to write the infamous intro, much less record it. So I don't know. I'll probably have mentioned it during the infamous intro. I never played the GBA version. I still have not played the GBA version. I have played the reboot, the one that just dropped on the Switch. My understanding is that, by and large, it's pretty same to the first one, minus a couple of little things. So if there's a little detail that's off, don't send me a book and don't fucking tell me. Like, uh, well, technically, Andy was the third twice sud removed of the Orange Army. I don't know. I'm just talking about this game that I played once on my Switch. All right? <laughs> All right. It doesn't even matter that I put the disclaimer in there. Someone's <laughs> going to give me shit. I'm sure of it. Uh, so I never Guaranteed. played this back in the day. Did you? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of it. Uh, like when I got into uh, emulation as a teenager. Oh. And it was just like I put a whole bunch of games on my computer and just like played a whole bunch of different things. This was one of them. Uh, I never beat it, but like I played it a little bit and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. It's kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, but with right. tanks. Yeah. And it became my gateway drug into Fire Emblem. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting to me because like my, my, my little brother used to play the fuck out of this game on his GBA. And I used to walk by and like, I'm the older brother. And so I never watched Josh play video games. He would watch me. That's the role of the younger sibling. You watch the older sibling. We don't watch you. You watch us. But I used to occasionally check out my brother's Game Boy when he was playing this. And I always thought it looked cool. And then I never played it. And then it's funny you say that this was, you said this was kind of your introduction to Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem was my introduction to tactical, like to this genre. Um, mm. And then since I've played quite a few Fire Emblems and I've played lots of other games. And I played, did you play Wargroove? Uh, I played a bit of it, yeah. It was, did you uh, like it? I think I mostly just like messed around with the custom maps and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty fun too. Played yeah. pretty well, like Advance Wars. Yeah, it's it's fucked swords. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I had so many people telling me that, like, because I loved Wargroove. And if you haven't played Wargroove and you like Advance Wars, like, not emphasize this enough. Go try Wargroove, because while I was playing it, everybody was like, "Yo, that's that's Advance Wars, but with the different skins and shit." And I was like. I don't know. The screen says Wargroove. It doesn't say Advance Wars. <laughs> but but now that I've played both, I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty Advance Wars. Um, but it's great. And so I've wanted to play this ever since I played Wargroove. And then it's just not available on anything. It's not an easy unless you emulate it, like you said. Hmm. Uh, and then the reboot camp got announced, and I don't know about you, like I was seriously very excited when they announced the reboot, like the the re the remasters or whatever they are on the switch like i i was like gung-ho to play those the minute they were announced mm. could not fucking wait um and then and then they got delayed and we're not gonna get into this whole fucking thing about why they got delayed because i know some people are like they shouldn't have delayed it i gotta be yeah, well, honest if did. you don't what hey, well they did so nothing yeah to do about it and i and i i gotta say without you know because i'm too political as, as has been the joke now uh <laughs> I cannot emphasize how much I think it was the right decision to delay the release of this game, especially now that I've played it. This is like, sure, it's jovial and we'll make fun of the COs and everything, but like, 
this is war. This is tanks invading other places yeah. and shooting. Like this, I I think that Nintendo, I can't even fathom them releasing this when they were originally planning to release it, which I guess if someone's listening to this mm. show years in the future, it was the war in Ukraine. It broke out right as they were about to release this. Anyways, uh, were you excited about this when it got announced? Like, did you care? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was pretty stoked. Like when it finally did come out, like I've been having a bunch of other stuff to play, so I haven't had too much time to put into it. But yeah, when it was originally announced, I was like, oh man, that's that's awesome. I like this whole upgrade graphics, make everything look kind of like cute, like Link's Awakening and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I, it was going to yeah. come out at a perfect time. And then, yeah, unfortunately, the delay yeah. happened, but way she yeah, goes. It, yeah, no question. It's wild, dude, because I, I looked up the graphics from the... Because, again, I've never played the original. Only played this reboot one. I looked mm. up the graphics from the original like GBA, and like uh, I have yet to... For the record, I, I my, my knowledge of the GBA is minimal. I have yet to see a GBA game that doesn't look nice. I don't mm. think there's one... I don't think one exists. Like there's a couple, mostly licensed games. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Some of like, the, and some of that weird pseudo 3D pixel stuff didn't uh, do too well. But. Sure. Okay. Don't be a. Ninety percent <laughs> no. of the GBA games that I've looked at look tight. Like they just yeah. look like Super Nintendo games handheld, and I and I love that art style, and I love the pixel art. But I mm. I gotta say, and and I rarely say this when it comes to like I don't know about you, but like I prefer the the NES trilogy of Mario All Star, like the way they look to the Mario All-Stars versions on the Super Nintendo. Like, oh, okay. Not always, but generally, I like the old-school look of games. I got to say, while I do think this game looks fine on the GBA, I, I really think they nail it. Like, it looks really fucking sharp on the Switch mm. in this reboot collection. Like, it looks yeah. tight. I, yeah. I really yeah. love the way it looks. Yeah, all the different units, like, really pop. Uh, they look a lot more unique than they did on the Game Boy Advance one. I find there was a lot of times where I would get units confused in yeah. the original because like you think like that screen's really tiny too yeah and totally. so you're just trying to like uh like the mechs and the infantry look almost the exact same yeah and that and that's a great way to get into kind of like okay it's so like if you've never played this because i because i wanted to get into that because even even while i was playing through it the one thing i found was like and and maybe i'm just dumb but like it took me a long time to wrap my head around all the different types of units like it mm. it and we'll get into like how some of them could attack and how anyway. Uh, if you've never played this game by some chance, it is a tactical game. Basically, you're like playing a board game against the computer, and you got a, a, a the the board is basically like the level is like a few islands or whatever, basically. And there's like there's roads, there's fields, there's mountains, there's forests, there's towns, and you're controlling an army of tanks and soldiers, and and later on ships and planes and stuff, and you're moving them like space by space on this grid. And most object, most most missions, your objective is to either destroy all of the other team's uh, units or get take over their headquarters, which we'll get into how you do later. And uh, that's like basically like you take a turn and you can move all your your pieces. I, I like the board game fan of me wants to call them pieces, but you move yeah, all your tanks here. You they are pieces, yeah. You move your your pieces, all your tanks, your soldiers, whatever. You move them all. Then it's the end of your turn. Then the other guy does it. Then you go. Then they go. Then you go. Then they go. And it goes until one of you wins. It's and I and I've always like ever since playing Fire Emblem Awakening, which was my first real game in the genre. I've really fallen in love with these tactical games because I I love board games and I don't have a lot of people to play them with. And playing these against like I just 
I don't know what you do, but especially handheld, be it on the GBA, the Switch, whatever. These man, like I, mm. I, this has become a top two or three genre for me, along with platformers. Like I love these games, love yeah, the genre like, so that's, much. That's that's mostly why I was stoked for it to come out on the Switch because like I'm all about getting tactical games or just regular any kind of RPG. Uh, yeah, on the Switch. They're just at home there. And if you have to grind, which like, I will say one of the things I like about this game is there's not really any grinding. Yeah, uh, none. No, it's awesome. Like, at least unless... in Fire Emblem, you have your units that go through each level with you. And this, it's like, nah, everything's just fodder. Yeah, there's no permadeath or any... Yeah, that's a great point. There's no permadeath or anything. Every level, you get a new uh, variety of units, pieces, whatever you want to call it. Uh, some levels you can buy more, some levels you can't. But yeah, it starts from scratch every level, which I really love. Really, the only quote-unquote grinding, I suppose, you could do in this game is on the levels where you're able to buy additional units. I guess if you were hurt, like in a hurt locker, you could run away from the enemy and just wait till you build enough money to buy units. I never mm. found that to be an issue, though. Um, yeah. And that's one of the things I love about this game. Because, like, listen, Final Fantasy Tactics, I love that fucking game. Now that I've played it, I love that game. But I could do with half the grinding. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't like there's a lot. Uh and that's what I think makes this game so dope. And like have you played into the breach? Uh yeah, I've played a couple runs through of it. It's uh it kind of reminds me of this Gears Tactics kind of like I just love these fucking games. Like I love yeah, I love the same chess. kind of vein. Yeah, where it's yeah. like tactics games but a little more chess like than yes and i i yeah and i love chess so i love playing Mm -hmm. games like this i i had so much like there was not one time when i was playing this game that i wasn't having fun outside of the occasional board where i lost very quickly and then had to like come back in with a new strategy and even then i wasn't so much mad as i was just irritated at myself i do think there's the occasional board in this game that's a little bit trial and error yeah. uh yeah the, the balance isn't the balance of the units and the co's isn't the best oh, but i mean we'll it's the there. first it's the first game in the series Agre- so agreed yeah and i'll and i listen anyone that's worried i'm gonna rip this game apart i have practically nothing negative to say about it i'm gonna be very polite about it uh i like this game a lot uh and quickly too uh we were talking about this off air i've never played it i have never started turned on seen one second of Advance Wars 2. And all of you that keep telling me, now that you're finished Advance Wars, you gotta play Advance Wars 2. I will, but the Zelda is out in three hours, two hours from the time that we're recording <laughs> this. Uh, poor Advance Wars 2 is gonna be a someday game. But uh, I've I've only played played this first one. Uh, and now I lost my train. Oh yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want to give it some credit because you're right. It is, I don't want to say like a full-blown trailblazer or anything, but I, I don't, I got to imagine there weren't a ton of games. Like there were tactical games as far back as like Shining Force and the original Fallouts and stuff. Yeah. But something different like this, like where you're not, you're not leveling up characters and playing with permadeath or anything. It's just, it's just level by level of a board game. Uh, I'm not saying this was the first one, but I don't remember anything like this before it. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't think it's the first in the series. I think there's a whole bunch more like only in Japan like throughout mm. the 90s but it was definitely one of the first kind of games like that that was on a handheld for sure yeah 
Yeah, like, man, it, it definitely like kind of pioneered that. Like it, I'm pretty sure it came out before Fire Emblem. Like that's kind of why it was my gateway oh. drug. It was like, oh, cool, like Final Fantasy Tactics, but it's on my Game Boy. That's pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, this game again, but with Swords of Magic. I think I'm gonna play that instead. Yeah, yeah, I see. I got it. All right. Yeah, I'd never even heard of it, and I don't know where the fuck my brother got it. Like he's. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I was about to say he's an idiot. How the fuck did he play? It? But he's he's smarter. He's smarter than I am. So I guess that does explain why he was playing this while I was playing fucking NHL and WWE. He was like strategizing and becoming a fucking war general. Yeah. Um, and didn't Shining Force get ported to the GBA too? I I think. can't say yeah or no. I I'd never heard of Shining Force until I played it for the show like four years ago. Okay. Um, and fucking love, but I mean. You know, my, my Sega knowledge is not, not great, um, but, but I will say shout out to Shining Force. I love that game. And I am going to play Shining Force too. People keep asking. I promise. Eventually I'm going to play Shining Force too, but getting back to Advance Wars. So yeah. like <laughs> this game has a story, I guess. I don't, I will say like, okay. So I guess one of the minor criticisms I have is a couple of the levels I thought were a little trial and error. We'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the, the gameplay. I, I'm not even going to say that the story is a criticism for me because I don't really care. I just wanted to play the boards. I really don't care what the story is. But I will say that I, I like, so, so kids, like this kid, <laughs> Andy, tells all these soldiers to go off and fight. And then, yeah, man. They, and then he, yeah. And then he teams up with some fucking steroid guy that fixes stuff. And then yeah. this bossy girl. Yeah, and then it's Fire Emblem, but tanks. Yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem then, has all that stuff too. Child soldiers, they, big buff guys. Yeah, but like, kicks. but <laughs> yeah, but in Fire Emblem, there's like this Andy kid looks like he's like ten years old, twelve years old, and this kid is 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 the fucking general of this like army, and he's yeah. and the best part is well, not the best part. Listen, I I want to make sure I make this clear. I'm not disrespecting the military. Both Keegs and I come from military families. We're not disrespecting the military at all. But like, so when I make these jokes, please understand they're just, I'm just being an idiot. But like, <laughs> so this kid and like all the other kids are basically just telling all these soldiers, ha ha, har har, go out there and fight. And oh my gosh, they all got blown up, but I'm a really good general, tee hee. And then they go to another board and they're like, oh, I'm a better general than you. And the other one's like, I don't know. I'm pretty good. Oh yeah, prove it. All right, boys, get out there and fight again. And I'll get blown up and die again. Tar, har, har, har. And it was like, that was like, I understand that it's advanced wars and it's a kid's like, it's, it's designed. I don't want to say it's a kid's game, but there's definitely a kid's, you know, I, anyone that's played it, you know what I'm saying, right? It is a little bit fucked up that these kids are basically telling all these soldiers to <laughs> go off and fight. Like, I'm not, I'm not wrong here. Am I? No, like, but I mean, you just described war. I know I did, but at least it's not children. <laughs> like, guess. you know, like my nephew, my nephew, fucking, my nephew Tony is like 10 years old and he's not out there commanding fucking units to go fight the green army or well, whoever the fuck you know of that I know of. You're right. I don't know what kids do today. Maybe that's what kids are up to. I don't know. Back in my day, we didn't do that. <laughs> Maybe the kids today, I don't know. So anyway, I guess there's like a story where there's like this bad guy and he's like trying to get all these nations to fight against each other and you spend most of the game fighting against the other nations and then at the end, you find out that 
the bad guy made like a clone of Andy, the main character. And then that clone was making them all fight. So then they all team up to fight this big robot guy named Slurk or whatever the fuck his name was. Jesus. Sturm. I gotta they all team up game. to fight. Yeah, they all team up to fight this like giant evil robot guy who has this ability to like summon meteors to destroy your shit. And like it's again, like I the only the only like I, i'm not listen i'm a, my favorite games are the mario games so i would look like the world's biggest hypocrite to sit here and slam the story in a stupid like when mm. when like mario like let's call a spade a spade the, <laughs> mario just got like a fucking giant movie that was awesome and the story sucked mario and movie and stories just don't go well together so yeah. i'm not i'm not sitting here well, being like for mario man, sunshine like that's right. brilliant storytelling no question as is mario rpg actually but the the story of this game, like you were talking to me off air and you're like, man, I don't know if I'm quite understanding what the story. And I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. This, <laughs> we just summed up the fucking, the story. It's just, I mean, that does just sound like fire emblem with tanks. Yeah. You go fight I, this crazy dude at the end. It's usually a dragon and he kills you with meteors and shit. That's fire emblem. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. It is. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's, like it's just, I don't, again, like, I don't care. Like, I care about whether or not the game is fun. The game is awesome. So yeah. it's just, if we didn't mention this story, I know some people would have been like, oh, you guys didn't mention I, I think the story is ridiculous. I don't care. <laughs> the story doesn't matter to me. I just, it, that, it like, I hate. point A to P. Yeah, exactly. Now, I got to say, so like of the three main characters, there's Andy and there's uh, Max and Sammy. And they're the yeah. three that are on like the box art. And Andy's like the little go-getter goober kid with the giant wrench and then max is the giant steroid guy and then sammy is the badass girl with the gun mm. uh i don't know about you but i it drove me crazy because each each they're called the commanding officers the ceos and each of them have their own powers and you mentioned that they're a little bit unbalanced so i'd like to get into that a little bit it drives me crazy because anytime i had an opportunity to choose between the three of them and which one i wanted to play as Unless the mission very specifically played to one of the other two strengths, I hated it. But I was playing as Andy because his power healed all of his his units, and I wasn't yeah. that good, so I wanted the ability to heal. So it drove me nuts that I had to play as this fucking kid because I hate him. <laughs> I fucking hate Andy, and I know I get. I know I'm Andy. I know some of you call me Andy. I hate, <laughs> I do hate me, and I also hate this Andy. I've never met a good Andy, so I don't know. Like, what about you? Like, who did you? Like, do you like the, the, any of them? Yeah, I pretty much just uh, stuck with Andy. Yeah. I think when I played, like I said, even in back in the day, I don't think I got super far in the game. Right. Uh, so I only really remember using Andy. Because, yeah, you just, the heal and the buff is pretty good. Yeah. I the think only... I fucked around with some of the other characters in just like versus mode just to see what their powers were. Yeah. But. And like, and some of them, like, so like, uh, I honestly don't even entirely, I know Sammy, her abilities had to do with like your troops, the, 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 uh, troops on foot, like could capture cities faster and move better and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I think Max, his abilities were more about souping up the tanks or something like that. Um, but like, th th it doesn't matter. Like those are the main three you play as at the very end, you get to play as a couple of the bad guy COs. But for the most part, you just play as those three. Yeah. Uh, but as you fight some of these other dudes, some of these COs, like some of the opponent, like some of the the opposing COs, they have some pretty ridiculously powered superpowers. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Eagle, 
you fucking asshole. Yeah, did I just get did the map with him <laughs> where you get, everybody gets to go twice. Yeah, what oh, the fuck? All right. <laughs> yeah, like and like, and you the don't know what against, their power. Uh, Grit was was uh kind of fucked too. Just gets to oh, double the... the the cowboy dude. Yeah, like, doubled all his missiles and everything for a turn. Yeah, like <laughs> he just like destroyed half my map. I was like, oh, whoops. Yeah, dude. There's some of them like <laughs> Eagle was the bane of my fucking existence yeah. because he would like those like dude. Some of the some of the 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 airplanes like some of the air vehicles are. In my opinion, some of the most powerful vehicles in the yeah. game. We'll get into oh, that. the battlecopter, battlecopter. Yeah, great. like they'll fuck you up, and that this dude can attack you with them, and then cash in his ability, and then yeah. fucking attack with again. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out! Like, how am I supposed to strategize for this? Why yeah. are you like the fuck? But, um, but at the same time, I wanted to get into that. Like, I played it on the, and again, I'm talking the reboot version. I don't know if this was like this in the original. In the reboot version, there was two difficulty settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they were casual and. I don't know, competent or something. I, I don't know. Classic, the competent, yeah, yeah, casual, classic. And competent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> competent is a way better. Well, incompetent, I'm not playing incompetent. that difficulty level. I'm definitely not playing on competent level. Dude, if I ever design a video <laughs> game, that's going to be the difficulty levels. Incompetent, competent. You mean that's going to be the, that's going to be the, and then like genius. That'll be the three like difficulty levels. When you uh, design a video game, angry video game nerd, nerds got two games. We can get a remember the game game. We can get a remember the game game. The remember it's just going to be Mario's missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> going to like, that'll be what gets me sued by Nintendo. We'll just reskin like super Mario world and just give him a backwards hat. And like, Mario's that's missing. It's no, be Mario's missing. Fuck, that'll be Mark McHugh's game. Fuck you. <laughs> Mark is missing, and you don't go looking for him. You just sit around and listen to the quote-unquote banging soundtracks that he fucking loves so much. <laughs> that he loves so much about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I implore you, go back in the archives, find the Mario is missing episode. Fuck Mark McHugh, and fuck Mario is missing. Um, fuck, I don't remember where the fuck we were going. Oh, yeah, right. So I played it on the higher difficulty. I played it on competent. Oh, and... Yeah. Uh, I still, I didn't find it that difficult. There were only three or four mm. boards through the whole game where I even lost once. Um, and I'm not complaining cause it was kind of like, that's the thing is like, and, and I don't know how you feel about this dude, but like, I don't know if this is a, uh, a result of the souls games and that genre becoming so big or what, but like, even when I'm streaming now, I have people that come in and like, what difficulty are you playing on? And it doesn't bother me. I've just never really like yeah thought that mattered you know and like i don't a game doesn't have to be hard i don't mind a really easy game sometimes it's a nice uh break to play yeah. something easy you know yeah and for me it's not necessarily the easy well it doesn't really ma- apply to advanced wars it's more fire emblem so i guess it doesn't really yeah. matter like but i yeah like i play fire yeah. emblem on like the higher difficulties with the permadeath no, and everything and i don't because i don't like losing a character to like three percent crit chance yeah, and they'll and it will fuck you up. Restarted Whereas this that. one, like, but I guess you have rewind now. It's not too bad. Yeah, and and in this game, like, at any time you can just wave the white flag, start over. There's no permadeath. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, but that's the thing is, like, again, I played it on competence, and I didn't find it really all that difficult because the thing about it is, like, I don't know about you, but dude, like, I felt like in about half the maps, the first two or three turns, the the computer co would take it to me, and I'd be like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna win this. I'm fucked. But then, again, like, it's probably just the AI from, you know, whenever these games originally came out or whatever. But, like, then they just kind of stop trying. And it's not that they're not still trying, but they don't really apply any strategy. And then it becomes pretty easy to just, 
you like if you could it almost feels like rope a dope if you can just weather the storm for the first two or three turns from the opponent usually uh you'll beat them yeah the ai is um, not the best so you can kind of just yeah like you said just kind of turtle and just yeah. like slowly build out and then get more uh cities under your control and once you're generating more money every turn then it's yeah. just you're gonna beat them eventually because their strategy's kind of like eh yeah yeah after a couple of turns i kind of learned that or a couple of of uh losses i kind of learned that like if i'm ever not quite sure what to do all you really have to do are move your tanks and your soldiers and etc up to like the space before where they can attack and then they're gonna come right to you yeah. and even if they come in overwhelming numbers you just trade off uh units for a couple of turns and then you're usually in the driver's seat after that yeah because like even if they're reinforcing their army they're usually not taking like the best choice all the time yeah yeah and and i gotta say too like one one of the things i liked about this game was that considering it wasn't that long uh i liked the variety in the boards and how they weren't all just kill Mm. every unit or capture the headquarters and i like that some focused on different aspects of uh of strategy and different types of ships and different terrain and everything like that. You mentioned the fact that you could buy. Sh- I I love those levels so much better. Uh, oh we, yeah. We're, we're take, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll take a quick break because speaking of of waiting to make more money to buy more units, I'm gonna <laughs> I need my sponsors to get in here so that I can buy more units. Uh, so we can take over take retro dots down and be number one. So we're gonna take a quick break for my units to recharge, and then uh, we'll come back with my co CEO Keegs. And uh, talk more more strategy in the world of advanced wars. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. So yeah, dude, I, um, one of the things that like, I don't want to say I hated, but like the first four or five levels, six levels, I don't know what the fuck it is you play. You can't buy any additional troops. Mm. And so like you're, you can use your foot soldiers to capture cities, but then unless you're, unless you're buying more, unless you get to the levels where you can buy more units, the only thing capturing cities does is give you a place to go back and heal, which in the early levels, you don't really have to do. Yeah. Well, unless you really fuck up a move, but yes, the, the but, early levels also aren't hard enough to really warrant that. 
no, they're not. And and like and you heal so slow. Like you can take any one of your units and move it back to a city you've captured. And every what I love. Oh, dude, I just thought every unit in this game has ten health. Mm. I don't know about you, bro. I fucking loved how simple yeah. that made it. I loved yeah. that. Yeah, just ten. ten HP, perfect. Yeah. And then it was, it, not only did they each have 10, but then when they were sitting on the board, they would show you how much HP everybody had left. So then you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this guy has four left. That's, that, it was so, less is more sometimes. I don't know about you, dude. Like, listen, you, you're a bigger RPG fan than I am. It's fun yeah. when you're playing a Final Fantasy game and you drop that 9999 oh, damage. Yeah. Like, that feels great. But there's something to be said for a, fuck, what was that one you and I, Legend of Dragoon or a yeah. Mario RPG? Where you hit for seven. Yeah. Or, That's nice. Uh, Paper Mario too. Yeah. Uh, very low numbers. Yeah. yeah. I, I I have time for both, but I like the low HP. Yeah. And I like how yeah, nice just across. Yeah. And how just across the board, it's 10. That made it so much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. But so when you want to heal, you can move your units back to your cities that you've captured. But I think they heal. I think it's like two HP per two, turn. Yeah. They sit there. So like if you, if you get somebody down to like two, if you get a unit down to like two HP, and you get them back to a city to heal, it's going to take four turns. And four turns is a fucking eternity yeah. in this game. Well, like, yeah, that four turns is you're losing your S rank if you're having to wait four turns for a heal. Yeah, no question. Like, you're going to... So, I like, the only time I really focused on healing was in the... Uh, either in the last four or five boards or yeah. in the earlier ones if I was... If I, like, had units and I just had nothing for them to do. Mm. then i'd be like well go heal just in case something goes really bad here and i need you later but by and large i didn't but like you mentioned dude once you get into the levels where you can buy additional units ah oh, oh the best right tell me it's not so much better uh like yeah. go ahead it's you like yes this up. is what war's about who has the most money and can <laughs> yeah, just no throw shit. the most people at each other no shit <laughs> but it's true i like i love that that you so then every city you own i think you get an extra like thousand whatever yeah, the currency is thousand bucks yeah. yeah yeah um and then at the beginning of every turn if you own if you own any uh i don't know what those spaces are like warehouses uh, it's just a base okay like oh yeah that's base, the right yeah. term that's the term i was looking for base <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I played on competent. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then once then once you own a base, then on your turn you can go to the base and buy all the different units depending on how much money you have. And mm-hmm. uh, and then later on in the game you can also get the the ports, the docks where you can buy sea vehicles, and you unlock yeah. the airports where you can buy air vehicles. Yeah. And dude, like I, I, even later in the game, there's a, a few levels where you can't buy additional units. Every mm-hmm. level I played where I couldn't buy additional units with the exception of one, I didn't like as much as the yeah. ones where you could buy. It just makes it so much more fun. There's so much yeah. more strategy to it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, That's- yeah. It's like, okay, you're trying to make me, you know, really work my strategy good, see what I do with minimal resources. But it's like, yeah, but I don't want to do that. No, it's just not <laughs> as like saving money is not as much fun as spending money. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, let me spend my fucking money. That's why I'm here. Let me buy shit. Um, yeah. Well, that's we'll get why even, of- even when I'm saving for an expensive unit, I'll always fill my bases with infantry every turn. Because then oh, really? I, I'm still at least spending money, unless, like, I calculate it to, like, it'll make me just barely miss buying what I wanted to buy by a turn. I'll right. pretty much always buy infantry just so I have extra to take over cities and. Right. 
and I be meat and, shields and, if I need them or whatever. Yeah, unfortunately, to have you throw them out in front. Yeah, and like, well, because that was one of the strategies I found that I was imply, applying, especially in some of the later levels, was like if I had a if I had a, a unit that I I was just like fuck, they're gonna attack this, and I I really don't want them to attack this unit. Mm. I would surround them with infantry, like those little the basic soldiers or the. Uh, uh, the 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 jeeps that would rip oh, up ahead recon? to like scout the recon yeah, yes the recons yeah the recon the, units the recons are those are a pretty tight unit they're like, great for the amount they travel they're great yeah but if i had like a big tank or something that i was trying to keep safe i would throw mm. a couple of cheap units or you know what the computer always seems to target are those arc units or whatever they're called the ones that resupply you oh yeah um and like it does suck to lose those but they're easy to replace. I would always, you know what? If you want to blow them up, you go right the fuck ahead. Because mm -hmm. like, I'll save my tank. I'd actually turned out into a very viable strategy for me. Was buy crappy units and just throw them out in front of my big yep. ones to keep them safe. Um, and again, that gets back to the AI. The computer wouldn't attack the like the smart play. With, like I don't know about you, dude. If I if the other if the if the, if the opposing CO had a battleship, I was like, I got to get rid of that fucking battleship. Yeah, those fucking things. Whereas like, and that was always my big strategy was, and we'll get into our favorite units in a minute, but like, that was always my strategy was like battle. I loaded up on battleships. They were money, but then I was mm. always worried that they would attack them. So I'd throw a couple of those arcs and recons around just to be like, go after them instead. And the computer usually <laughs> would, instead of yeah. going after the unit that could hurt them, they'll go after the unit that carries the jerry can around. Yeah. Well, even so. I just did that first map against uh, Eagle there and he sent his bomber in and instead of going two turns in a row, instead of going after my medium tank, he went after my infantry that were trying to capture a base. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You want to get it, keep me from taking my base, but it's like, you're just letting my tank just walk past. Yeah. And then yeah. I surrounded it with three anti-airs and took it down. No problem. Yeah. And that and was just two infantry to, you know, his biggest plane. Yeah, the infantries that cost a thousand to buy, yeah. they're like a dime a dozen. You know, I I, I hate to say that because it's it, these men have families, but but I'm like this kid is just sending them anyway. Um, so okay, so the the two main things I still want to talk about are the the different vehicles, and I wanted to talk about some of the the missions. Um, so let's talk about the vehicles first because that top of the missions will make sense. Did you have a favorite vehicle in this game or unit or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, battlecopter for sure. The sorry, the battlecopter. Yeah. That's the Why? best one. It's just, I mean, he's awesome. It's great. But... It's just a helicopter. It's got great movement, great damage. Yeah. Cheap. No, that's fair. Considering. You're right. Yeah, like but... cheap considering. Like it's 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 no infantry. But no. No. Like the... it just kind of sucks. Like it it's nice getting like those the big, like the the big stuff like the bombers and the medium tanks and stuff. But it's like yeah. You know, you make one little slip up or something and you just lose it. And it was like, you know, two or three turns worth of your money just gone in an instant. Yeah. So it's just like, ah, I just like loading up on the cheap stuff and just swarming them. Qu quantity over quality. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the quality difference isn't that great, right? Like it's not a huge jump up. No, you're right. I uh, truthfully, I never really thought of it that way, but you're right. Because my my favorite, like the battleship, was easily my number one. Mm. I if I had a dock, I was. If you never played this, you can buy these battleships, and obviously they can't leave the water, but they can shoot. I think it's three to six spaces away, 
So you can park them just off the coast. And there's a lot of ships that can't even, a lot of opposing vehicles that can't even shoot them. And you can just sit out there and just pick off tanks and vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. They're very expensive. And so is uh, my favorite land vehicle was the rockets. Oh, yeah. um or the was the missile the rockets the one that the, the missiles suck the one the missiles yeah. are the anti-air ones that are yeah just those are money. useless those are a trap <laughs> yeah those are useless <laughs> those are to but get the, you to waste your money <laughs> yeah but the rockets yeah. are basically the land battleships they're very slow to move but then they can shoot like two to five spaces away or something i think yeah. so and and the best part about those what i really I, liked about this game too was the the strategy of like vehicles can run out of gas and vehicles can mm-hmm. run out of ammunition and yeah. that's you either need those arc vehicles to go around and resupply them, or you need to bring them back into your cities to, to fill them back up. But what I would do, and then uh, you had roads too, like um, like your uh, rockets, like they yeah. moved faster if you moved them along a side of road than like across like pl- the plains. Yeah, yeah. If you could keep them on the roads, like really they were cool. good. Yeah, yeah. Like different if, different vehicles had different tires or treads or whatever, and it's like that determined how fast yeah. they could move through stuff. Is just yeah, and like none of the vehicles could go over mountains. Like they had mm. to find a way around it, which was another cool little strategy and makes sense. Um, and yeah. <laughs> and what I would do is, uh, one of my favorite strategies was I would stock up on those rock. Cause those rocket vehicles weren't cheap, but yeah, I would buy like those. 15, at, what's that? They're like 15,000. Yeah. 15 or 16 G's. <laughs> yeah. But I would get one and then I would do my best to put it on a city that I had captured near the enemy and then I would mm-hmm. surround it with tanks and stuff so the enemy couldn't get near it. But then because it was sitting on a city, it would never run out of ammunition oh, because yeah. it would refill its supply every time. And then I would just be picking shit off or get it on the other side of a mountain where the mm-hmm. they can't get at it without going around. And uh, I, But you're right. But I never really thought about that. But the problem with that strategy was the battleships and the rockets. Like It would take me two or three turns to save up enough money to buy one. And then yeah. you're right. One, one fuck up. You miss a submarine in the water or something gets past your defenses and gets to your rock. If somebody gets up against up close against your rockets or your battleship, you can't even fight back. Yeah. Because you have to do at least the two space dis- distance for your a, attack. A battle copter comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yes. Your <laughs> fucking battle copters. So you're right. Yeah. It is kind of a, it, it's like those, those, those expensive vehicles can win you boards on their own. But the problem is that, yeah, you fuck up and loot dude on that yeah. last, the last mission is massive. It goes forever. And I had saved up and saved up and saved up my money. And then I bought like two of the, uh, the, the fuck, what are they? They're like the planes that can bomb the ground, not the battle yeah, the copters. Bombers. Yeah. The bombers. Yeah. The, the planes that can bomb the ground. Oh, the bombers. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I played on competent, uh, <laughs> military kids. Yeah. Military kids. Yeah. You know, you get the, you order tanks from the warehouse. You mean the base? Yeah. That's the one, you know, those planes that bomb stuff, the bombers. Oh yeah. That's it. Fuck me. But yeah, I the bombers the bombers do massive damage, but they're so mm. expensive. They're like twenty some thousand dollars. Yeah. And I bought a couple on like one of the last boards and they got taken out this turn I bought them. <laughs> and I was devastated. I was like, no, it took me to save up that much money. Fuck yeah. fucking Andy is stupid kid. Um no, that was great though. You're right. I, I really liked those. I found in the later levels the anti-air tanks were really handy too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like the ones with the little machine guns, yeah. Because they yeah, don't those things like are you dope. said they're like super infantry. Yeah, because like you mentioned the missiles, but, but yeah, yeah, but like, like, why on earth would you buy the fucking missiles truck that can only shoot airships when you yeah. could buy these anti-air tanks 
that are also pretty useful on the ground and yeah. they can shoot the fucking shit that's flying. Yeah, they've got a better move. Uh, the missiles are they're because the missiles are the ranged one. You can't move them and shoot on the same turn. So yeah. you have to have you can only really use them defensively, not offensively. Yeah. Because uh, the anything that you can shoot with it, which is just planes and helicopters, all have better movement, so they just move outside of your move range no matter what. Yeah, and then they'll swoop in and kill you in like one yeah. turn before or, you yeah, can or just swoop in and kill you. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. um, it's so you mentioned this, I and and maybe this is incompetent by me. Maybe is it in or incompetent? Incompetent. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yep, it's incompetent. Yeah, it's im. I was like, I just realized I was saying <laughs> in, and now I was going to yell at me for that. No, too, but no, it's not incompetent. It's incompetent. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it took me a long time when I was first learning how to play the game. The one thing I found a little bit frustrating was that even, and especially like now that I've looked back at the original version on the GBA, and I'm like, these units do look very much the same. They don't look mm -hmm. nearly as the same on the reboot version, but some of them still look similar, like tanks and stuff. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, I think it's stupid that I can't tell which tanks can attack, like can move and then attack, and which ones can either attack or move. Yeah. And then eventually I realized that like, well, eventually you just played enough that you know the units. But when you're learning, uh, I learned to like, if you just look up their stats, if it, if it says attack distance of like two to five, if, if, it, if it has something like that, then it, it can't move and attack. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, then it can only attack the spaces um, adjacent to it. Then it can move and attack in the same turn. And I don't know if you struggled with that, but like I feel dumb saying it, but like it took me half a dozen yeah. boards to really get my head around that. Yeah, I, I still fucked it up. Right? <laughs> okay, it's not just but, me then. Like, because yeah. like when you play like a fire emblem, you're like, oh, well, the archers and the wizards can attack distances. Yeah. And the sword people attack people close to them. It's not the same when it's, well, this tank can do this, but this tank can do this. Yeah, and and I found it hard to strategize at times until again until I started to learn this. It's just it's just practice, but yeah, a little I bit felt of practice. Stupid. Yeah, uh, I will say that you're saying about the units looking the same. The one thing I did just notice with this reboot is that they made each of the four different colors armies their units look different. Yes, yes, like, completely. Which different. I thought looked and very cool. Like a bunch too. of different like skin colors and stuff of like the individual units when you actually go into a battle. And I was just like, Oh, that's just a nice little touch. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. They dude, the reboot is like, yeah. Again, like, having never played the original, if you're, if you like advanced wars and you've been on the fence about picking up reboot camp, like, I mean, I guess I can't recommend it. If you're like, I already played all these. Is it the same? Cause it, it kind of is a lot of the same, but, uh, it looks like it looks really yeah. fucking good. Like, uh, I think they added a bunch of like extra maps into it for like the versus yeah. mode and stuff. And then you have like online and everything. Like even if you played the original, I think this is just the definitive way to play it now. Totally. Yeah. There's more meat on the bone, uh, in this version for sure. Mm. Um, I did also want to quickly, while we're talking about the vehicles, uh, <laughs> I, I loved submarines when they were on my side. <laughs> they were they were the bane of my existence when they were the enemies though. Yeah. Those because I love to use battleships. You focus those... the battleships. You got to go with the battlecopter, man. Submarines can't get you. <laughs> those little fuckers, man, could <laughs> dive under the water with the subs. 
And then unless you're right beside it, you don't know where the fuck they are. So then you can't attack. Even when you know where they are, like you like you can watch the computer play and watch the submarine go underwater. And you're like, I know exactly where that submarine is. You still can't attack it until you get something right beside it to then be able to see it on the overworld map. Yeah. And fuck me, they would sneak in like the back door and just destroy me. Or like those those uh some of the later missions where you have to rely on those uh the the transport ships to like move your tanks and stuff from one island to another. If mm. they sink one of those with a tank on it, they take out oh. your tank too. Oh yeah, that's the worst. Dude, and I got so fucked on a couple of those boards where I would buy my expensive rockets, put them on these fucking mm. movable ship things and then get taken <laughs> out by fucking submarines <laughs> that I couldn't find oh. with my battleship. Anyway. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think if there's any, I mean, I think, I know there's like other vehicles, but I don't really have anything, like nothing else stands I mean, out to me as far yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything, they, it, everything's unique, really. Like everything yeah. has its own specific purpose. Yeah. Like there is a lot, there is a lot of like uh, overlap because obviously there's going to be, but like no unit is useless basically. Except, except for maybe missiles. Yeah, except maybe the missile truck. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking pretty useless. But I mean, um, if you just wanted, if you were just playing and like your strategy was just turtle, yeah, the missiles would be pretty good, I guess. Totally. Yeah. Um. And so, and I, so now we've talked about the the ships and stuff like that. I wanted to talk about some of the the quests because the one, and this is legitimately maybe my only serious gripe with this game, and it's a minor gripe. I did find the lost in fog levels to be kind of i guess a little Shitty. bit cheap yeah what? oh i fucking hate fog of war right Any like they... games that has fog of war it's the worst it fucking sucks in fire emblem it sucks in advanced wars yeah it sucks in whatever other tactics games has it like hate if you've fog never <laughs> if you've never played it there's some levels where the whole board is covered in fog and you can only see x amount of spaces from your units so you can hear the enemies moving, but you don't know where mm. they are. And it goes both ways. I assume they can't see you either. Although it sometimes feels like it's, they fucking can. I think they can because yeah. it's the computer, right? Yeah. But they'll like some of those, like, and those were the levels that I found just a little bit frustrating because those were the ones where I almost found sometimes for it to be trial and error, right? Almost. Yeah. And it wasn't all of them. And again, you can tell me to get good and that's fine. I still really like this game. It's a minor thing, but I did find those levels a little bit frustrating because I like I would move in as many directions as I could and send out those recon jeeps and shit to try to find stuff, not find anything. And then on the computer's turn, their rockets and shit are in just the right places, just inside the fog where I can't see them, yeah, but close enough always. that they can reach me. And they would just demolish me. Yeah. Fuck. And it was like, so then there were a couple of them. Yeah, right, and you have different like uh, visual range with each of your units too. So it's just like some can only see right in front of them. Some can see more. And it's just like, ah, just an extra confusing layer of things to pay attention to per yeah, unit. It, yeah. It was just, I found some of those levels just a little bit frustrating because I'd play them, I'd play them, a, you know, a two or three turns in, get fucking annihilated and then start over and be like, okay, now I have a better idea of where I should go and where the strategies are. And not bad. Like, cause I do like the way that they didn't like that. Every board wasn't exactly the same. Like, mm -hmm. I did like that they tried to change it up, but I did find those fog levels. Dude, and there was yeah. one... So, again, we mentioned 90% of the boards, you either win by killing every uh, unit of the enemy or by moving one of your foot soldiers, your infantries or whatever, onto the other team's headquarters and capturing it like you would any other city. 
And dude, there was one of those fog levels where I didn't have any infantry guys left and there was no way to buy new units. And they had one unit left somewhere. Like I had killed everything. I still had five or six tanks, but it was really slow moving because I couldn't, it was like trying to drive over grass and through the forest and stuff like that. And it's this whole fucking map is just covered in this fog and I'm just driving around. It was like playing Battleship. I'm just trying to find this fucking one enemy unit that's running away from me except yeah it's like playing battleship except the ships can move every turn yeah exactly which which (laughs) hey you know what if you if you're good at battleship your ships can move every turn (laughs) (laughs) i've never lost a game of battleship (laughs) because i am one cheating motherfucker (laughs) but yeah i i I just found those levels a little bit uh annoying i think so you agree right like i that makes me feel better you said you hate. oh yeah fog war sucks it's the worst They fuck do it. Suck. it. There's a reason Final Fantasy Tactics doesn't have fog of war battles because oh, they fucking, fucking suck. Crazy. <laughs> now, what I loved, I don't know you, but like my favorite boards were the ones where it was a race to see who could reach the target number of captured cities first. Yeah, those are fun. I remember right? those ones. I haven't gotten any yet in the remake, but I remember those ones from the original. Those are fun because oh, like so that's like, what I like doing. Yeah, bunch of stuff out. Go fast, like they're, that's fun they're the to me. Funnest. So it's like, oh, you're gonna reward me for how I like to play? Hell yeah! yeah. It's like there'll be like, say there'll be. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I do this math right in my head. There'll be 20 cities, uh, and they're not all just cities. Some of them are like bases or seaports or airports where you can call additional troops as well, whatever. But there'll be like there'll be 20, and the first team to capture 11 wins. Mm. Um. And usually the computer starts out with their half of them either already captured or pretty close to their base. Like they yeah. capture their half quite quickly. Do you oh, yeah. capture your half? And then it just be, and I, I really thought there was a lot of strategy to those levels. Cause I would like, before I even take my first turn, I would sit back, count how many they have close to them, count mine and be like, okay, if we, if the first one to 11 wins and their 10 are all on this side of the river and then my 10 are on this side of the river, but their 10 are all further back. And my 10 go right up to the rivers, uh, the shore. I'm trying to figure out like, which ones do I need to protect the most? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, like I'll capture the ones at the back later, which ones yeah. do I have to get out there and capture early so they can't get across the river and catch them. Yeah. Or like, and, which ones can I skip ahead of and get ahead of them? Yeah. To try and take one of theirs. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, because what captured, like, so basically we were talking about how every unit has 10 HP. The cities have 20 HP, basically like 20 capture points, whatever. And mm. normally when you put an, an infantry unit, like one of your soldiers on a city, to try to capture it, you capture up to your maximum HP. So if you have 10 HP, you'll take 10 of their 20 capture points. It'll take two turns to take a city away. And if you only have four HP, you only take four capture points. And yeah. that's where I think Sammy's. Oh yeah. She's bonus. easy. Good for those kinds of yeah. maps. Yeah, her her soldiers capture like sixteen HP or whatever the fuck it is. Um, um it's I think it's just always fifty uh, percent extra. Oh, that would make so sense. Like, okay, full yeah. gets you fifteen. So like, even when you're down a bit of HP, you can still capture in two turns. Right. That may, I didn't realize that. I thought they just caught yeah. like an additional six or five or whatever. But that makes sense. Yeah. It's fifty percent. Yeah, and uh, all the bonuses for everything's all percentage based. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, it, I guess I just all... never put that together with hers. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't use her very often outside of these these missions. Um, but then, like, once you've captured a city, then the opponent has to take it from you by by jumping it down twenty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what's satisfying is if you kill a soldier that's trying to capture a city, or you 
get them to move off that city. Say they had, they knocked down 14 of the 20 capture points and then move off or get killed. It goes back to zero again and they have to start oh, yeah. from scratch. So it became, dude, I, those were easily my favorite maps because you'd be, it, it wasn't about trying to figure out how to just kill everything. It was all about strategy and figure out how the fuck do I keep them away? You realize somebody's sneaking in the back door toward one of your cities. You're like, I got to get something up there to stop them. I love those maps. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, they think, are, like they're just like a fun style and also they're just such a, like, a different take on the map despite it using a mechanic that's in every single map like it focusing on it completely changes the way you play the game like to its core totally Whereas, and I, like with other tactics games that try and do stuff like that you're still playing the game the same Right, like Fire Emblem will have those yeah. ones where it's like, oh, protect so and so. It's like, okay, well, you're still playing Fire Emblem just a little bit more defensively. Whereas this one, it's like, no, you completely overhaul how you're playing the game instead. Yeah, like you're yeah. not trying to get out tanks and kill everybody. Like it's and it's really not cool. not only like I like the change in gameplay, but I also found that the AI was a lot sharper in those levels. Mm -hmm. Like because well, I, maybe it's just. Yeah, I've never designed an AI, but I assume that like when there's 30 fucking tank units on the on the map, there's some strategy in figuring out which tanks should I take out first. Like we were saying, they would go after the infantry units or the or the recon jeeps when it's like there's a giant rocket truck or a tank or a battleship right there they should be attacking. Whereas in the levels where you just have to capture cities, uh there's not as much they, they don't have to figure out who to attack they just know they have yeah. to go out and capture the cities i just found that i like every i just i i found them so much not that i dislike the other ones but i found them so much more fun mm. the capturing city ones and then i played one mission where you had to just survive for like 10 turns uh i i had to protect a rocket truck for 10 turns yeah. And I thought that was going to be very easy. And dude, I <laughs> scraped that fucking win out. Like, yeah. they, like it was awesome because I survived the 10 turns and then they're like, curses, he got away. But I'm like, you have my rocket tank surrounded by tanks and it has two health yeah. left. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, I always love way. that. You have games. Fire yeah. Emblem's always the same way. It's like, survive for X turns. And it's like, everybody's half dead or like on death's door, completely surrounded. It's like, well, you survived 10 turns. Drat, I guess we had a retreat. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, yeah, I, I it made me, I did like the, I just, I liked it when they changed up the formula a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that, I, I like those. I definitely like the capturing ones the best. Um, I, so I don't know about you. Like, I don't, I don't really have anything else left to say about the, the campaign or anything. Yeah. I mean, um, we could talk about like the different COs and their powers, but I'm not super familiar with all of them. No. And the thing about it is like outside of the last mission where you get to take a couple of the enemy COs and, and team up with them, which was mm. fucking awesome, by the way, even though that last mission goes on for, I think it took me almost two hours to beat. Like I, that was the only one I got. A, I, and I finished the game with an A ranking. But that final mission, I got a D, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I just kept fucking going. I'm done. That's yeah. fine with me. Um, I know that you can buy them to use in like the other modes, like with the money you learn in the game. Yeah. But I, I listen. I think anyone that listens to the show regularly knows, like, <laughs> I don't play a lot of multiplayer. I rarely weigh in on the multiplayer modes. All yeah. I played was the campaign. So do you, have you? Like, if you have anything to say about the other modes, I just, I'm sorry like, if you were excited. I haven't about really, them. Yeah, I haven't really dabbled too much in them in this. Played a little bit of multiplayer with my brother back in the day. Like, as I said, we had it on the emulator. So you just put right. two, two players on, you just play on the one computer. Right. Uh, 
but like other than that same thing i didn't i didn't actually own the game so i never really played it with a, a bunch of people right um there looks like there's a shitload of extra maps to play that are just like i think single player challenge maps and stuff so that's yeah. pretty cool yeah and there's like a level creator too yeah the level like creator seems around. seems awesome like because the level creator and wargroove was dope so it just makes yeah. sense that you know advance wars has that too now sure so yeah look, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what some of the the best stuff people have put out for that will be in like now yeah because i'd say in a week or two but it's like no nah, i'm gonna be playing uh zelda in an hour yeah zelda's zelda's <laughs> so yeah i guess let's see while. what they what people have made really good they've got an hour <laughs> to make the best that they can ever make for this yeah totally so <laughs> if any of you were like oh, i wanted to hear the thoughts on that i'm sorry it's just you guys should be using that by now i don't i'm i don't have any friends i play by myself so i'm sorry i don't i can't speak to that but i will say this if the if the multiplayer modes and the challenge modes and stuff are as fun as the campaign was uh you son of a bitch i'm in like i really yeah. i i just really liked this game did i i will say and I don't know if this is a fair comparison because without Advanced Wars, we don't have Wargroove. So Wargroove was able to 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 look at two Advanced Wars games or however many there is and be like, this Three? is what they did right, this is what they did wrong. We'll improve on the stuff that's right, get rid of the stuff that was wrong. I do like Wargroove better, but hmm. that's not so much a slight that's again, they're they're, they're it's it's you have to walk before you can run. And yeah. Wargroove ran. But I I really liked this. I'm super stoked to play Advanced Wars 2 at some point. And I really hope. I don't know if they've even implied that it's a possibility that it could happen, but I really hope that this franchise isn't dead. Like I hope that we, and I know it's been dead for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, would, the, I really there's hope three games. I think the last one was on the DS. There might've yeah, been two like, DS ones. Um, Advance Wars Dual Strike. Haha. <laughs> Get it? DS in the title of the game. Oh, that's clever. Bet you guys never saw that before. That's competent. Says Nintendo with every single one of their games. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the super everything on the Super Nintendo and everything ending in 64 on the yeah. 64. Yeah. yeah. They did the same thing with the DS. Every game had whatever the game was had two words after that started with D and S. Yeah, I love it. Or they were just <laughs> DS. Like Mario 64 yeah. DS. Um but I really hope that like I mean, I don't think we'll get one on on the Switch. I think the Switch is 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 sailing off into the sunset in the next couple of years. But mm. I really, dude, I hope this sells well. Uh, I think it should. I, I think Reboot Camp, based on my experience with the first campaign at least, was a well-made game, well-made uh, reboot. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'll tell you right now, dude, if, like, if Nintendo had a Direct this summer and they were like, hey, Advance Wars 3 coming in next year or whatever, like it'd be a day one purchase for me. Like I'm a fan now. I get it. I, people have been telling me to play these games for so long. And now that I finally have played one, uh, mm. I get it there. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cannot wait to play advanced wars two. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Great. Uh, I will say just one, one other thing I can add about, um, multiplayer is, you know, like the one thing we've said throughout this entire time has been like the main hindrance of the game is the shitty AI. Yeah. Multiplayer gets rid of that. Cause you're going to have other people that are either as smart as you, or smarter so all, yeah like always trying to play these kinds of games against humans is yeah. always going to be like going to really ramp that challenge up yeah no question yeah absolutely dude i like i would like i'm assuming this doesn't i would play this as a board game sorry mm. i just dropped my pen i, I mean this like, be a really... they, that's how they made it look like it looks like an actual board you zoom yeah. out and it's just a chunk of wood <laughs> i guess before got the map on it yeah i guess yeah yeah you're right like when it's it pans cool. out it is just a board yeah i yeah. uh now, before anybody writes in and is like, dumbass, have you ever heard of Risk? 
Have you ever heard of Axis and Allies? I, you're right. Yes, nothing Fair like enough. those. Point taken. <laughs> but uh, like, I would, I would, I would like to see this as like a board game where you like build the board out of like tiles. You could build the however you want. Yeah. You could anyway, absolutely. I'm, this would translate over to a physical board game easily because of just how everything is, right? Like everything's yeah. generic, right? Hundred percent. I, I would I would, I'd love that. I I just where's, hope that the, where's I, Advance Wars the board game Steam Forged? Come on, yeah, you sons of bitches, start a Kickstarter. Um, yeah. I just I just hope that this franchise isn't dead because I, I I enjoyed this and I I'm genuinely excited to play the second one. Mm. So we should probably score this thing. Um, I just so I know that it's not the the most exciting. Uh, scoring system in the world but i actually thought a thousand because that was infantry costs yeah like do that let's do that that sounds great plus dude our one for last week for saturday night slam masters we scored out of fifty two thousand four hundred. so <laughs> let's let's make it a little easier although i did love that fucking scale so we'll score it out of a thousand which is the cost of an an infantry soldier uh keegs you're the guest the floor is yours out of a thousand what are you going to score advanced wars uh, well, I'm not gonna think too much about it. I, I'll say it gets like uh eight sixty nine. Why not eight sixty nine? Yeah. All right. Because it, it's got you know it's got some problems, but that's mostly just due to it being the first game. I appreciate the fact that it is just a straight like you know visual remaster of the game. There's like some slight tweaks I think to some of the mechanics, but for the most part, it's just the same game again, just a nicer way to play it. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, the, it's no not question. the best tactical game out there, but it set the groundwork for you no know, other ones in the series and for Wargroove. It brought fucking tactics games to handhelds. Like, it doesn't have to be the best game in the world to be an important influential game, and it no was question. fun. So that's that's nope. all that really matters. Agreed. Yeah, I'll give I'm it. I'm enjoying a... my playthrough of it again now. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, dude. Like, I really wanted to beat it before Zelda came out, just so I wasn't trying to juggle an extra game. Mm. Uh, so I put a couple of pretty long sessions in, but they weren't like it wasn't sessions that I wasn't enjoying. Like, I just enjoyed yeah. the entire time I played it. I'll give it like a, I'll give it a nine hundred, nine hundred and one, just so it's not a boring number. Nine hundred and one <laughs> out of a thousand. Uh, it's you. a fucking good game. I, I just, I just really liked it. Really good fucking game. If this, if this was brand new. Like if this wasn't a reboot of a GBA game, but this was just like a new Switch yeah. title, uh, honestly, it would. I don't think it would get there, but it would make my my ballot right now for game of the year. It's not because it's you know it, I, I like I'll be honest, I'm not yeah. putting it ahead of Resident Evil Four. I'm not putting it ahead of Hi-Fi Rush, quite frankly. But like if this was a brand new IP, I, like I liked it that much. I, I really genu- I really enjoyed it. So. Fuck yeah, yeah, I mean, like, despite how many games always seem to come out, like, it doesn't, the list for, like, what qualifies to game of the year usually ends up being pretty short. Yeah, agreed. We oh. were just, we were just talking about that on Twitter today, and we, I was like, so Hogwarts Legacy is probably going to be a final, sorry, everybody, we're going to wrap up, we're done Advance Wars, we're, we'll sign this off in a minute, but, like, as of, as of May 11th, which is when we're recording this, uh, Hogwarts Legacy is, is probably a finalist for game of the year. Resident Evil 4 remake is good enough to be there. I think it's going to get some backlash because it's a remake. But yeah, I, but for whatever. me, it is my game of the year right now. Um, I love they, Hi-Fi they Rush enough to it, right? To oh yeah. It, like, oh it, yeah. Yeah, it's not just it's, like 
a prettier version of the original. Like no, fuck no, re- not at all. Like when they it remake those Resident Evil games, they fucking remake them. Like, they, 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 it was they, they swung for the yeah. fences. It was fire. That's cool. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, I loved it. I don't know if it's game of the year for me, but I, I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you have Zelda right around the corner. You've got Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Some people were bringing up as a potential for game of the year. And the thing is, dude, if you look at the next eight months, assuming Starfield, Spider-Man 2, uh, J- what's that? <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking about like game of the year for the game. Like it's just going to be insane. Dude, like, dude. All, this it's sh- like, I- oh, who's going to com- want to compete with Tears of the Kingdom? But yeah. it's like all these other like, like big swingers. It's like, oh, yeah, dude. If, if, uh, if- it's going to be a battle. Yeah. If a couple more games this year deliver, like 2023 is going to be, uh, it's going to be one mm. for the history books. It's going to be a good fucking year. And <sighs> Silk Song, they yeah. haven't said it won't come out this year. It's not the first half. <laughs> it's not dead yeah. yet. I'm not giving up. Not yet, but it's coming. I got That's fine. Hey, Del- what would uh, Miyamoto-san say about uh, delayed games? Damn right. right. A delayed game can eventually be good, but a bad game is bad forever. Sure so, is. Hey, uh well we'll finish this up well, i so guess not I- anymore oh. there's patches yeah no they no fuck. yeah you're right but still <laughs> they fixed no, I'm cyberpunk gonna... yeah exactly cyberpunk okay <laughs> i'm getting off here so that i can go say a quick prayer to my silk song shrine uh and then uh and then i'm probably gonna play a little bit of zelda tonight so kings thanks always for uh as always for doing this buddy and for talking advanced wars with me and for helping me figure out if it was incompetent or incompetent it is in fact <laughs> competent which is what i thought it was um thanks for doing this buddy that was fun (laughs) not a problem thanks for having me that's going to do it for this week's episode geeks thank you so much for giving me a call and talking advance wars and every single one of you geeks listening to this whether this was your first remember the game or your 249th listen assuming nothing goes catastrophically wrong over the next how many hours are in a week 144 is that how many it is i think it's 144 yeah 144 hours assuming nothing goes catastrophically wrong in the next 100 and, oh wait 168 24 hours times seven days Oh, wait, that'd be six days, 144. Anyway, assuming nothing goes catastrophically wrong in the next 168-ish hours, next week we made it, baby. Remember the game number 250. We never would have gotten here without all of you listening. So thank you. And as I've already said a couple of times, we will be talking Gears of War, a very, very special video game for me. I'm really excited for that episode of the show. Uh, Listen, if you didn't hate this, Leave us a good review somewhere, would you? I don't know what they accomplish, but I'm supposed to ask for them. It's in the handbook. So please leave us a nice review. I read them all. They make me feel good about myself. I Sometimes at night, I just lay there in bed naked and just read the nice reviews. And Well, if you want to know the rest, you have to sign up for my OnlyFans. But leave us a good review. I'd appreciate it. And if you want more of these, patreon.com slash member the game. There are hundreds of ad-free bonus podcasts. Something for everybody. Waiting right there for as little as $2 days a month. You can download them onto your phone, take them with you, make you the coolest kid in school. Uh, I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash member the game. Whenever I have time, come by, follow. It's free. It'll tell you when I'm on there. You can come by and tell me why I'm wrong about Majora's Mask or whatever game it is you love that I hate. And uh, we have merchandise and everything 
Uh, oh, and a P.O. Box, which you can find the address for at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. Pretty well everything is at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. All right? Uh, we will be back tomorrow for all our patrons with Expansion Pass 163? 4? I don't remember what number it is. Uh, but I'll be comparing PGA 2K23 and EA Sports PGA Tour and letting you know which where I think your dollary dues are best spent. Game Patch on Friday will be about all the biggest news in the world of video games, and I'll be back next week with a whole another juicy slab of podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Great weekend. Great whatever it is, wherever you is. I'm, I'm going too long now. I'm just going to leave, okay? Thank you, Patreons, and I'm out. Take it easy, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, wait. No, I do have one more thing. Uh, I have a new Twitter account. I My Twitter account got hacked, and I finally... Gave up trying to get it back from Musk and just created a new one. I'm just looking up what the handle is because I can't remember what it is. So if you want to toss me a follow on the old Twitter, my personal, you can find Remember the Game at Member the Game, not Remember, at Member the Game. But you can find me at Adam Blank RTG over on Twitter. Throw me a follow. Come say hi. It'd be cool. All right. Okay. Now I'm gonna thank some Patreons and leave. Take it easy. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up the content I churn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. And as such, I am contractually obligated to read through this list as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to... Make sure Mellow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, The Keegs, James Clark, Dave McGee, Dan of DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Doran, Chris Fleury, Andrew Wright, Jordan, Fraser Burns, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Scott Brooks, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Trombley, A-Town Morgan, Zay Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang Darren, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Wolf Magic 21 Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan420, Zonko504, Russell Aldridge, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barrage, Just a Fish, Poop Q, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Ballsack, T-Bagger, Chris Dickin, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Chugger 22, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, John Ray Pram, Ray San Juan Tonga, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Mizuru, Jacob Adams, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Nick Amos, 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 Nick, Jake Carter, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaver Boy, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Leroy Westrich, Evolva, Sean Ramos, D.B. Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Gabe, Dan Fusselman, Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, A Dude Named Adam, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Bucky the Beagle Herder, Antonio Echeverria, Hego Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Esteban Navarro, Kayach, Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Dem Boys on the Roof, Max Lagroom, Current Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark McHugh, James Juan Francesco, the John of the Adult Children Podcast, Matt Hamilton, Daniel DeVore, Drugs of Bad MK, Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude Walter. Hang on, I got a burp. Excuse me. Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, Colin Bollinger. I, I could feel it coming, and I was trying not to burp while I was speaking. Sleeper Hit, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Musty Beetle, Graham Kennedy, Bud Lightyear, John M. Watkins, Timothy Saprinsky, Beef Dingleberry, Michael Barjudina, Hitchy Poo, Arctic Vision, Bulma Simp, Mark But Not McHugh, Trevor McKee, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Zamatos, Chris Lovin, Oh My God, It Froze, Bobby Litton, Brandon DeZeba, Kia Pup, Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, Works For Me, Heman Demon, Dakota Guy, Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper, Ryan Perry, Alex R, It's the Bigfoot, Graham, Lucas Valadez, Ichi Natsuru, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Solomon Soto, Dar Skywalter, Postman, Westgen, Nick Creecher, Adam Martinet, Nafe, The Big Deal, Dr. Nightmare 23, Kevin Monroe, Shorzy, Cuz 19, Digital Dave, Lord Longrod Von Hugendom II, Brian Weber, Frosty Bear, Max Sainden, Sour Goatface, Alex Ramos, Faded Sufferance, Tristan Anderson, Benjamin Atkins, Robbie DLC, Mellow Yellow 8787, 
Gavin, B Money, Iron Goon, who? Brandon Helmheckel, It's OG, Tyler Bauer, Fallen Snow Kiku, Dill Pickle Rick, E Man Trucker, Mark Sneed, That One Kid Josh, Raging Irish, Atrial Wormwood, Shoeboxers, Wildcard, Adam Blank Still has reviewed Mario Galaxy, Jay Callahan, Robbie Air, Sabin, Brian Richmond, Devilish Saint, Blobby Rogers, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Gloop Scabin. Bula, Adam Blank's Evil Twin, Ugh. Matt Zeus, Buy Me Bone Storm, Plow King, Cesar, Pickin' Hat, Philip Mamouf with Farts, <laughs> Liquor Like Luigi, Robathon Dick Whittles, Cody Thompson, Preston Dylan Tourette, Elephant Cab, Scissor Fist, Ragatucci, Icy Wiener, and Big Daddy Randall. Thank you all so much for the support. Take it easy, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <laughs>